we got the Gator Kenna on the line with us, and it is Jabari Davis, former Tennessee running back. Jabari, man, thanks for the time this afternoon. How have you been? Doing all right, fellas, man. I'm doing really well, man. Just living the life as a dad, as a coach, you know, a community uh, leader, nonprofit organizer, you know, organizer, just uh, just trying to enjoy life, man. That's good, about it. Good for you. How old, yeah. are you. how old are your kids? Uh, I have a, my youngest son is two. I have a son that's 16 and one that's uh, 12. So I got a house full of boys, man. <laughs> yeah, you got one more and you'll have a basketball team, man. <laughs> With you at the yeah, point guard, of course. And they all play sports. They all uh, keep me busy oh, yeah. all year. Just running the football games, baseball games, track meets. Seven on seven, you name it, man. Side note: We need more Gator killers on the Tennessee team. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. It's we been a while. More, yeah, we need yeah. more of them. Yeah, man. We definitely got to break their streak before we all die. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. We'll talk about your time there, and we'll, obviously, we're gonna get to the camp here in just a second. You can tell us the details and give uh, our listeners and maybe their young uh, sons and. Uh, a chance to go and see the camp. Uh, but just talk about your time overall. As I know as we all get older, we look back on the history of our lives a little bit more fondly and with a, probably a little bit more emotion. Yeah. But that was a special time. Of course, Gerald Riggs Jr. is a big friend of the show. He's been on here a thousand times. Exactly. And you guys, Cedric Houston, that group of running backs was, that was a special group, man. Yeah, man, we had a really good group. You know, myself, Riggs, Cedric, you know, we came in. After a legendary running back class, which was led by Jamal Lewis, Travis Henry, Travis Stevens, so we really got to watch, you know, some great uh, backs uh, just keep up the legacy of uh, pounding the Rock at University of Tennessee. And, you know, we were able to have some accomplishments. You know, we didn't win a national championship, but we were close to winning the national championships. And all of us had pretty good careers. You know, we all um, – you know, had really good games versus some high-quality SEC opponents. And, uh, you know, we were able to be 3-1 and one versus Florida. And 3-1, uh, and one, I don't know, we were 4-0 and 3-1 oh, oh, and one versus Alabama during my four years. So I always tell all these Alabama and all these Florida people, man, you can talk trash, but not to me. Because <laughs> when I played you guys, we had a lot of success. So, you know, a lot of good memories, man, of, of under the coach former – era, uh, played with a lot of great teammates. Um, you know, the only guy that a lot of guys can remember the, the day of the kid today would be Jason Witten. You know, had a chance to play with a Hall of Famer, uh, future Hall of Famer and Jason Witten. Got to play with my quarterback of all time, in my opinion. You know, he's an underrated GOAT, top five quarterback of all time, Casey Clawson. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't really give him the respect that he needs to get, but if you look at his his resume. His record was fantastic. His games and his record, you know, he can go toe-to-toe with anybody. So, uh, you know, a lot of great big big wins. Of course, that big six-overtime win in 2002 versus Arkansas. And, you know, when we went down to Miami in 03 and uh, shocked the world by beating, you know, quote-unquote, one of the greatest football teams of all time. That, that hurricane team that had so many draft picks on it and uh, being able to, uh, you know, have three big bowl wins in my time at Tennessee. So that's just a little bio of myself. You know, a lot of fans, you know, recognize me and, and, and know me 
for my success versus Florida, you know, winning the SEC uh, Player of the Week in 03, um, that game and having um, at least two touchdowns versus Florida in every game that I played and, um, you know, having some big, big runs and running over Gators. I remember it well. <laughs> running over Gators, I like it. 1,228 rushing yards, 22 touchdowns in his career. So just talk about the camp. How did you come up with the idea? I mean, obviously – uh, in, in in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and in Soddy Daisy, Tennessee, there's folks that would just love to see you guys together out on a football field, and this is their opportunity, you know, to have these camps. So, uh, how'd you come up with the concept or an idea, and, and and talk about who's going to be joining you up there? Well, I've been coaching and uh, doing camps. When I started doing camps, when I was a head coach at the middle school in Knoxville in 2010, and. Uh, and um, started doing them every year just to, you know, get the guys in, work on their fellowship, work on those leadership skills and brotherhood going into the season and getting the time where we could just focus on football fundamentals. And um, traveled all over uh, the South working with different companies. You know, I used to work with a few companies that did a lot of high school football camps and combines, such as Nike, NUC, Under Armour. I was doing things back in Georgia at my high school doing different showcases to try to give kids that were under the radar, kids from small cities, an opportunity to, you know, get their name out there. Uh, so I've been doing camps about 10 years. Then in 2018, I wanted to do something with just, you know, my VFL brothers, all my former balls, guys that I played with, guys that were in the community uh, from over 30 years of, of Tennessee football knowledge, man. And I just wanted to get, you know, all the lettermen back together uh, sometimes out of the year, spring and summer, and teach these kids all the knowledge and wisdom that we've learned from the game of football and, and from the game of life that has made us successful and um, teach kids our story about how hard we had to work to get to that level, the adversity that we had to um, go through, you know, when we felt like giving up, but we didn't. You know, we felt like quitting the team, but we didn't. When we had bad games or when we got in trouble at school, it, it was all life lessons to help us become better men. And, uh, you know, kids need to hear that stuff because, you know, the youth are struggling right now for a lot of empowerment and a lot of motivation to be successful. So why not us? You know, this is our, you know, this is our state. These are our kids that need to be well-groomed. And let's coach them up the right way so they can have the same type of opportunities that we had. So, that's how the idea came about, and um, I just started reaching out to different guys, man, um, that had a, you know, that 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 had the weekends to go travel and work and do something in the community. So we go travel all over the state, from West Tennessee, Middle Tennessee, and East Tennessee, and we go to different cities where a lot of guys are from, you know, small towns and things like that. So we decided to come to. Sadie Daisy, because I played with Victor McClure. Yep, there you um, go. The, the, the community reached out to me, and, um, you know, we wanted to do something special in that community. Also, you know, with Riggs being close by, he's on our coaching staff. Eric Westmoreland, he's on our coaching staff. Uh, you know, different guys. Eddie Moore from South Pittsburgh. Uh, we did a camp in South Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago. It was, it was a great turnout. So we just want to just keep coming to these small cities, man, to show the kids a lot of love and 
and uh, keep people involved. Well said. We're going to get to the details of the camp uh, coming up here in just a few, but uh, you know, you bring up entitlement, you bring up work ethic, and I got to get your thoughts on the transfer portal and what exactly that uh, that <laughs> you knew it was coming. Uh, but, yeah, you know, what, man, what's your thoughts on that? Somebody just actually asked us about that today on the transfer portal. Uh, it's a good and bad to it. I think the good side of it is that these kids aren't locked down and, you know, you don't have to uh, go through the craziness where you can't be released out of your scholarship going to a new school. Sometimes whatever you feel, you know, sometimes, man, opportunities or things just don't work out. Just like, you know, you feel like you got a dream job or you're working somewhere and it just ain't working like you thought it was going to work. So sometimes opportunity and changes are good for people. You know, you need to move on when you're in a bad environment or you're not feeling a lot of success. And the bad of it is is that a lot of these kids that are transferring haven't even played or experienced two years of football yet. At least give yourself two years to make a decision because a lot of guys don't find success until year three or year four. Man, a lot of football players – you know, had to wait their turn. And you never know how much you can succeed at a university if you just tap out too soon. So at least give yourself time to go through a full season, you know, wait your turn. A lot of these schools that have a lot of, you know, rising seniors or guys that have starred at your position, you know, and they'll be out in year two. But you can learn from those guys. Man, my freshman year, You know, we were talented enough to have three running backs that could potentially start in the SEC, but, you know, it was Travis Stevens' year. So we learned from him. You know, a lot of physical reps we didn't get, but we learned a lot of mental reps of the game of how to, you know, be a great practice player and and learn the game on the X's and O's part. So uh, I learned a lot from him mentally, and I needed that because – I never got a chance to really just sit back and learn. I've always been the best, and they always threw me in to play. And a lot of kids don't realize how valuable that is, just to get that mental knowledge, to sit back and watch an All-American go to work, watch how he practices, watch how he uh, does well in the classroom, in the community, just doing the little things like that. So those are things that you can learn, man, just about being patient. But if you're not playing by year three, I think then it's some opportunities, you know, you need to look into about going to a new school. Because if you're not getting on the field by your junior year and not getting a lot of practice time, then you probably do need to transfer. Those are words to live by, Jabari. I'm not kidding you, man. That's that's a brilliant way to look at the portal and use it to your advantage and not just get upset one day because coach said something that, you know, hacked you off and now yeah, I'm out man. of here, you know? Too many kids. You know, too many kids are doing that right now. Your first year, you're leaving. For what? I mean, you haven't even experienced spring practice. You haven't even experienced a year in the weight room. Anything can happen. In football, man, you got to have that next man up mentality because you never know what can happen. You can leave and all of a sudden two guys go down and here's your opportunity to shine and you go to another school thinking it's going to be better for you, but you end up in a worse situation. And now you can't even get on the field at all. So what are you going to do? Go to another school? So you just transfer and transfer and transfer. Yeah. 
and that's your resume. You know, exactly. and in in three years you've done nothing. But transferred, you're the transfer all star. <laughs> yeah. no, transfer all American, man. <laughs> transfer so. all American. <laughs> so folks, be a part of this. It is Friday and Saturday, June eighteenth and nineteenth at Sidy Daisy High School. Uh for the football camp specifically. Obviously it's Saturday. Youth and middle middle high school registration begins at nine AM. The camp's from ten AM until twelve thirty. And uh, I guess the best way, we're talking with VFL, uh, Jabari Davis, by the way. He's going to be a part of this camp. Best way to uh, register is to just show up that morning, Jabari. Is that the best way? No, that, no. Uh, Ten years ago, yeah, but not not now. Uh, we have an online registration. You okay. can go to legendsoftennessee.org. You will find all uh, your registration info um, in all the cities that we'll be traveling uh, traveling to over the next couple of weeks and this summer. So you can pre-register there. Uh, once you pre-register, you're guaranteed a spot. So we won't turn a walk-up away, but it keeps us organized when people register online. Sure. So it- all the information is there. Uh, it is limited space. You know, we're only going to take around 100 kids. So I encourage everybody to register early if you can. We have a full uh, all-star lineup coaches staff from a lot of the greats from the 80s all the way up to guys that have played, you know, four or five years ago. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, guys are going to be coached up really well. We're going to teach you how to be a better quarterback, running back, receiver, DB, linebacker. No matter what position you play, you'll be coached at a high level from a guy that has been very successful at that position. So um, I encourage everybody to come out. You know, if you have a kid that plays youth football, middle school football, even high school football, bring them to camp. Legendsoftennessee.org, and uh, I must apologize to Billy because he texted me that, and I'm just an idiot for not seeing it. Legendsoftennessee.org. Camp includes T-shirt, lunch, autographs. you got VFL coaches. Like uh, like you mentioned just a couple years ago, Herman Lathers was playing there. Eric Westmoreland, Chris Treese, uh, Jabari Davis, Tony Robinson, Victor McClure, uh, Troy Fleming, Billy Ratliff, uh, D'Angelo Lloyd, Jason Swain, Gerald Riggs Jr. So check it out again, uh, legendsoftennessee.org. And uh, what about uh, young females? Would they be welcome to come up and work out a little bit with you guys, or what's the story there? If they're passionate about the game of football, come out. Okay, good deal. They want to yeah. come out, you know, they want to come out, get a good workout in, and and you know, want to learn about the game and, you know, learn different fundamentals of, of, of how to play it at a high level and be successful, we encourage you to come out. We've had girls attend our camps over the last three years, and they always have a lot of fun. Good. Also, Friday night, we're having a uh, VFL Legends Night uh, at Saudi Daisy High School. Um, I know Mr. Petty, he will be – posted some things on his Facebook. We will post information on our Facebook page, which is Legends of Tennessee. Um, that's an opportunity to come get a free autograph poster by all the coaches and also a Q&A session for different Tennessee fans. You know, here's an opportunity to come out, ask us those questions about our favorite memories, our favorite games, who was the hardest hitter we ever faced, um, you know, what was the greatest moments, our favorite coaches, what do we think about 
Coach Hypel and the staff and the state of the program now. It's an opportunity for you to come out and hang out with us and uh, do a meet and greet and have some fun. Once again, legendsoftennessee.org. Uh, the banquet's on Friday night, $20 per person, and a free admission for a child with camp pre-registration. And you can pre-register for that camp at legendsoftennessee.org. Jabari, appreciate your time, man, and look forward to uh, seeing you up there. And I appreciate you guys having me on. You got Thank it anytime, you. man. Bye-bye. Sounds good. Jabari Davis, VFL in the house.